listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Turn down the lights and plug in your headphones as you are immersed in a spine-chilling realm of alien encounters, ghostly apparitions, hair-raising beasts, unidentified flying objects, and more. Welcome to the Cult Class Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I'm an artist and paranormal enthusiast. I create art as cult.class on Instagram. I am joined by my husband, Nick. This podcast is your one-stop shop for scary stories, paranormal news, and movie reviews. Listen at your own risk. There may be consequences when meddling with forces beyond human understanding. You have been warned. Pennsylvania, the name conjures it all. Dense pine, impassable, craggy cliffs, thick ground fog. This is the mythic forest of your childhood nightmare. Brand Castle, billed as the last standing relic of a man some call Dracula. The story goes that Romania's bottomless well of tyranny, catastrophe, and overall human misery can all be traced back to one terrifying ruler and his supernatural evil. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about this week. We do have a lot to talk about this week, and I think where I would like to start out is something that you actually saw. Yeah. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, so... The other morning, I took our dogs out. I get up really early in the morning. I think this was around 4.30 a.m., so it was really dark out, and I was sitting on the porch, just, we always say look up on this podcast. Yeah. Just look up. So It's amazing what you'll see. It's amazing. So I was like, oh, I'll just look up, watch the stars, and I was like, maybe I'll see a satellite, and I was watching these two particular stars, and I forget what stars they were, but I, I pulled up a star map on my phone. And um, they were definitely stars. So I was watching these two stars, and in between the two stars, I noticed a light. Mm-hmm. Like a white ball of light. Yeah. Sort of like a satellite. It looked like the same distance as a satellite, but a little bigger than a satellite and not the same movement as a satellite. Mm-hmm. So I see this ball of light, and it moves sort of downward, like it falls. Kind of like a meteor or something, but 
pretty slowly, like floating, not like a shooting star. Shooting stars are fast. Right, this was right. like, it just floated downward. Right, very gradual. Very gradual. And it's yeah. going in between these two stars are your fixed points, and you'll see, you're seeing right. This. So I'm I'm watching between the two stars. I know those are two stars, and there's this white light in between them moving. Right. So I see that happen. I'm like, oh, that was kind of weird. You know, maybe maybe it was a satellite. Maybe I don't know. You know, I don't know everything. Maybe I don't know what that was. No sound or anything. Mm-hmm. It was definitely far off, like a satellite. Yeah. Not close. In Not space, like a helicopter sure. or something. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and then about like 30 seconds later, the same thing happens. A white light appears in the same place, and then it slowly moves downwards and disappears. It's so crazy. And I'm like, wait a second, that's so weird. <laughs> like at first, okay, maybe a meteor, maybe satellite. But now I'm like, why is it disappearing? Is that moving like anything else I've seen before? Yeah. So I keep watching, and about 30 seconds later... The same white light appears again. It's like almost like a glitch or like a re- replay yeah, over yeah, and over. Yeah. Appears in the sky, moves downward slowly, disappears. What in the world? And so after a few minutes, I probably watched these for like 10 minutes. I took out my phone and filmed it. Yeah. So I'm going to post a video of this on our Instagram at the Cult Class Podcast. And you guys can let me know. But I sent this video to several friends. And people I know who work with planes and people who are skeptical and stuff. And nobody can figure out what these are. No answer. No answer. Very white um, light. Like, not really flare looking. Not, um, again, no sound. Way too high for a drone unless it's like a space drone or something. But still, there's no movement. It's not like it's moving like a helicopter or a plane where it's like continually moving left to right it's like just moving down and then restarting Mm -hmm. what is it i don't know it's it's it was really strange and so it happened again for about like 10 minutes and then um you know the sun sort of came out yeah eventually and kind of just stopped and yeah i I don't know i've seen the footage we reviewed it i think this will that'll probably be the clip they throw up uh is maybe kind of the narration will be a little bit easier for people to see what's going on but it is very weird and i have no idea what it is it is so weird <laughs> and i'm I, I usually i think things are satellites or something because you know you don't want to think like i don't know what that is uh but this one can't figure it out cannot figure it out so you guys are gonna have to let us know help us out yeah comment dm i really do want to know I, I looked up spacex too but um, no dice. I don't think. I don't think it was SpaceX. So, anyway, let us know. We need your help, please. The other thing that I want to talk about is the Conjuring House. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so we went to the. Con- so this is like so much weird stuff happening right now. Right. So we went to the Conjuring House uh, last season. We recorded our trip there. It was like last February, I think. Last February or March. You can listen to that episode. Um, but The Conjuring House, if if you don't know what it is, if you've seen the movie The Conjuring, there's a real house that inspired that movie, and there's all these hauntings in that house. And you're allowed to go visit that house and take a tour. And so we did that. And yep. I did I did that clutching my rosary. That's terrified. Right. Oh, absolutely. And if you guys want to listen to that episode, it's in season one, episode 19. 
um, it is quite the experience. Yeah. So we toured it with my cousin um, and his wife and his daughter. And his wife took a bunch of pictures mm-hmm. in the Conjuring house. Like, we all did. Yeah. And in the episode, we actually talk about how one lady's phone started just freaking oh, it out. The it was really strange. It was uh, iPhone, and it just, I, I haven't seen an iPhone do that before, but it started glitching out in one particular area where they claim it's very haunted. Anyway, so my cousin's wife took a bunch of pictures just like everybody else. Yep. Last week, she went to go look at the pictures, and half of them are just black. <laughs> What in the world? <laughs> what in the world would cause that? She sent us a screen grab of like you know your camera roll that has it's like dated yeah, yeah. and it has like and just little that, thumbnails right just that date photos. and of the thumbnails of the Conjuring House were like all blacked out like they just went black they were like no they were there a few weeks ago that now they're so just wild. it's not like they got deleted or disappeared they're just like a black <laughs> screen. It's so wild. <laughs> that isn't like. I wish you guys could see Nick's face because Nick's like he it's, looks spooked. It like, is so spooky. It's so spooky because we were all there and it was like I saw her take these pictures. We all like shared pictures and right, stuff right. after the fact. Uh, she's a very credible person, right? So um, I don't know what would cause something like that. It's so it's like the weirdest. what would cause something to make photos go black like, like six months, months later. later? Yeah, it just like really adds to the lore of this location. I know, and the fact that we actively saw phones freaking out when we were there, it's so weird. and then the fact that her phone is like, uh, what's the word like, like malfunctioning? Um, like ruining these pictures. But there's, oh, I'm sure. sure I know there's a better word for it. No, but no, no, like, I get what you're saying. Just ruining these pictures is really mm-hmm. super spooky. And she's super skeptical, this particular person who took these pictures. And so she was taking photos, like, everywhere, like, the spookiest places. Right. Like, where they were like, oh, this is really haunted. She was like, snap. <laughs> uh, I didn't take photos of those places. So she had, like, the extra spooky photos, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. And half of them are black. So. I don't know what could cause that. I don't know. So creepy. Um. Anyway, we don't really have much else to report. No, no, I don't think so. Um, we have a, a we're going to share a loose a listener story. <laughs> a listener story. Um, if you have a listener story, send us a voice memo uh, at email it to the cult class podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, uh, let's jump into the episode. Let's do it. It's time. <laughs> This week's listener story comes from our friend Derek, who's a longtime supporter of our show, and this story is seriously wild. Here it is. Yo, I've got to tell you this story, and I'm sending this as a voice memo just because I feel like it's so much easier than me typing it out, but I've been meaning to send you this story that my mom told me about a UFO that she saw, and first off, to preface this, she is not the type of person to believe in anything like that at all, like ghosts, UFOs, nothing. She's so skeptical of all that, which makes it 
a thousand times more believable to me because if people want to believe in that type of stuff, I'm always kind of predisposed to doubt them and think that they're bullshitting. But anyways, a few years ago, whenever that Bob Lazar interview came out where he was first on Joe Rogan, I was talking to my mom about it at Olive Garden. I'm probably going to have to send this some multiple messages. I have no clue how long Instagram lets you do a voice memo. I'm just going to... My mom and I were at Olive Garden. I was telling her about that Bob Lazar interview and how it just blew my mind and how believable and credible he seemed. And my mom was like, you know, I have a story of something that happened to me. Apparently, I'm going to try and be as brief as possible. Her and her friend were driving home from work at like 10 p.m. They saw a light in the sky. They thought it was the lights from the football stadium at the high school. Then they got to the football stadium and there was nothing. And they kept driving. They still saw the light. And then out of nowhere, there was this light right behind their back windshield. And it was so bright that it was like blinding them and it looked like daylight in the car. And they said it was following them and her friend tried to uh, hit the gas and instead the car decelerated. And I'm gonna send this again. So the car started slowing down whenever her friend was hitting the gas. Then they, I guess, really drastically turned the wheel and the car started to accelerate and they parked it immediately like alongside the road and just started running towards someone's house and they looked up in the sky and my mom said it had like rejoined the, the one that was behind their car rejoined this group of two or three that were still up in the sky and just shot straight up into the sky and she is still afraid to drive on back roads and stuff at night because of it and she didn't tell me about that until a couple years ago, like she never mentioned it. She's terrified of that. She is embarrassed by it. Anyways, yeah, I tried to be as brief as possible because I don't know how long I can do those voice memos, but that's the gist of it. And just, I've heard so many other stories and I tried to tell my mom that too, that a lot of other people have had very similar things happen to them where they're driving at night and then there's this light that follows them and even to the point where it's like blinding them and they can't see what the object is, but they just see all this light going into their car and it makes it look like it's daylight. Anyways, I'm ranting. That's my story. When the night falls, when the shadows become deep and black, the silent pall of evil settles on the earth. Who dares to search? Who dares to see what walks in the night? If you dare, welcome to Sundown 96.6 FM. Sundown966.com for more details and merch. <laughs> Welcome to the movie club.
evil is on board. Powerful evil. We call him Dracula. The Demeter, on charter from Romania to London. Shipping private crates. Contents unknown. Out at sea with no land in sight. This here is Clemens. He's a doctor. You dress like a learned man. University of Cambridge. I know my way around the boat. Our charter has agreed to pay a bonus for timely arrival in London. Let me show you the ship. This here is Huckleberry. We don't come with like this to give the yours clear. Demeter's a fine boat, no doubt. Looks like a bite. Search the ship everywhere. Evil is on board. Powerful evil. movie club pick was The Last Voyage of the Demeter from 2023. I personally enjoyed this movie. What did you think? I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I um, I thought it was a little long. I agree with you on that. We were talking about that kind of where where the fat could have been trimmed a little bit. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. It was a little like in the middle, like we paused it a couple times to get snacks or whatever we mm-hmm. do. And we were like, oh my gosh, there's still an hour left. <laughs> yeah. Like we did that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I, I like really liked the the story of where where the vampire came from. And like this like old country crew like bought him in on a horse and buggy and he had this special insignia on his uh now we know it's like his coffin crate deal uh which was i think like a cool touch and and that some people seem to know what the insignia meant like at the loading dock there was that one guy who's really excited to be picked to come aboard but then he immediately left this amazing opportunity because just of the sight of it so i like like the build up me too i love okay 
if, you, if you're at any point in your life and there are multiple people who are like, oh, no, and they won't go to a place or be associated with something that like you have it in your hand, you have in your possession, that's something they see, like don't own that thing. Don't listen to those people, you yeah. know, don't own the thing, don't go to the thing, whatever it is. Because like, I feel like we watch so many movies and the people are like, oh, I will never go there, mm. you know, and they're like, why? Mm. You know, so many horror movies. And then you find out why. Um, that reminds me of Skinwalker Ranch. Just a side note: we watch Skinwalker Ranch so much, and a yeah. lot of Native Americans won't talk about it, won't right. go there, and it's like, oh, yeah. like they're probably onto something. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna question it. 100%. You know what I mean? You've lived here longer than me. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the moment. Like these people see that it's a dragon yeah. on the casket. Exactly. It's not, you know, a, a bunny rabbit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and they're like, oh like whatever you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um, I know a lot of you had opinions about this movie some of you really loved it and some of you did not like it at all mm-hmm. you also had issues with the CGI Dracula which right. I could I could see having issues with that I was like split on it because you know CGI can be really cool but it's also it lacks like I don't know if it lacks, like, a personal touch almost. I know what you mean. I don't know how to identify what it is, though, but I know what you mean. Yeah. So um, I get I get where you guys are coming from, too. I thought Dracula looked pretty cool. He looked a little too, like, beastly for me. I, I like the idea of him kind of looking like a man. Yes, I liked, I liked it. It kind of threw me off whenever he opened up his, like, wings and started to fly. Oh, yeah. I think I thought he was creepier before that. Like, when, yeah. I did, when they were, like, hidden. And, yeah. like, he was just kind of lurking around. And he was, like, a skinny little creepy thing. Yeah, just like a, he was, like, a skinny, frail old guy. Yeah. And then he, like, had this these giant, you know, 10-foot wings. wings. <laughs> kind of threw me off, to yeah. be honest. That threw me off. You know, I agree with you. There... There's so many vampire movies where... Now, Nick has never seen Twilight, but the vampires vampires glitter in the sun and stuff. Okay. And they're very beautiful people, and they're like... There's so many movies, True Blood. There's so many, like, shows where the vampires are, like, these really hunky or really beautiful people, and, like, really... So... It was fun to see a vampire as a true beast and monster, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because... Vampires have become these like really beautiful things over the last few years in pop culture. I don't know if I love their take on it, but I appreciated that he was terrifying. A thousand percent. You know, Me instead too. of like Edward Cullen, mm-hmm. like beautiful man. Yeah, same with like the the whole Blade series. Those are all like very, oh like, yeah yeah you know, like over sexualized kind of <laughs> yeah. like yeah just beautiful people, which um, is like part of vampire lore sometimes, but it's. It was cool to see, like, a really scary vampire that they're stuck with on yeah, a ship. a beast. Yeah, and a lot of the horror movies that we talk about here, um, the people are in one singular location and trapped, mm-hmm. and something terrifying is happen- mm-hmm. happening. And that's what's happening in this movie, and I love that idea of, like, yeah. you're claustrophobic, like, you're just, like, stuck. Like, mm-hmm. they're stuck in the middle of the ocean with yeah, this thing. exactly. You can't go nowhere. Exactly. Yeah, and then it flies, we find out. Uh-huh. Like, that guy who takes their, uh... lifeboat. Their lifeboat. Lame, by the way. He's like, <sighs> see ya. And he... Got and, down. and then he, uh, Dracula comes and kills comes him. Comes and kills him. And then the there was one of the people on board who had, like, this real unrealistic tie to this boat. I understand having ties oh my gosh, yeah. to things, yes. but when they 
figured out, hey, we have to we have to do something to this boat and like start busting up some walls and yeah. figure out where this guy is. He had the most unrealistic attachment. Like the future captain of the boat and the captain. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Yes. These unrealistic attachments to this boat where their death was literally... There were people dying and getting hurt every day up until this point. And they're like, no, I can't bust up this plank of wood and and disgrace this ship. It, it was so... It was like, what, what are you talking about? It was just a little... Uh, yeah... Just and I love that it was all read from the captain's log, signed out. But that was really yeah, cool. it was like these people are getting slaughtered, and you're like, I don't know, I I this ship is me, I am this ship. Exactly. We can't do anything to it. Also, another thing was okay, guys. Oh, I meant to say these are spoilers. No, <laughs> you want to watch this movie? That's skip understood. Ahead. I feel okay. like at this point, um, when the little boy oh, gets little killed. Boy. We're like, while we were watching it, they know that Dracula is on the ship. Mm -hmm. They know that people are getting killed. And then they start separating. (sighs) Oh my gosh. Like every horror movie, it's almost like ridiculous at this point. It's like, why would you leave this child that you care so much about, supposedly, like alone on this ship at any point with this monster? (laughs) So Nick and I were like, why is he alone? Like, why is he alone? He's alone down in the ship. Yeah. In the captain quarters, which is like the largest room of the ship, with so many corners and closets, so many places for this creature to hide. Yeah, like, why is this kid down in the dark, by the way? Because now we know that the light kills it. So Mm -hmm. it's like, he's not even up in the sun. And so then he gets killed. And Nick and I were like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. He was next. Like, that was so ridiculous. It was ridiculous. That was probably my least favorite thing about this movie. Yeah. Um, but then, And then, so, fast forward to the end. He defeats all but the main character. Mm-hmm. And he makes it to London, right? Yep. My favorite thing, though, I liked the main character, and I liked that he was like, I fear nothing. Yeah. I don't fear you. He's, like, looking at Dracula in the face, like, all those fangy, slimy fangs in his face, and he's like, I don't fear anything. (laughs) I was like, yeah, man, you you tell him. That was good. I mean, he almost died, but he survived. Yeah. (laughs) So that was something. Yeah. But. So, but sorry, one last gripe. At the end, he, like, runs into him, right, at the bar in London. Yeah. And. He just, like, walks after him. This, I, they, this guy went through this, like, 17-day voyage of all, everyone he ever knew dying on the ship. And he picks him up at the... Or not picks him up. He, like, sights him at the bar. He, like, yeah. teases him by brushing into him. He yeah. walks away with his little cane, his Dracula cane. And then he just, like, watches him walk away. Yeah. You've endured so much tragedy. You're not going to run after this guy in the alley? I know. You know what I mean? It just doesn't I make know. sense. Throw a stone at this guy? Say, hey, buddy. You I know. know. Tell everybody, be like, that's, that's a monster. That's a, exactly. This He's a so... murderer. Take off his hat. Exactly. Take off his hat and Take look at his fangs. That's it. <laughs> and look at his wings. Yeah, there you I go. know. It doesn't so, really like. So calm, cool, and collect. But I think they're really teeing up for a sequel, right? It's like, I, yeah, like it's a like, London version, maybe, is what I was thinking. I love that this is all based on Bram Stoker's, like, Dracula. So I don't know where they're going to go with that or whatever, but it definitely um, is like Bram Stoker's the original Dracula, that right. story. So that was really fun. And again, being set in that time period and involving Romania and everything was, cool. was very cool. Yeah, not a big like period piece kind of like fan, yeah. but this was like, this was very cool. Yeah. It, it was just a really f- classic Dracula movie. A little long. A little long, 
but a little nonsensical. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the movies that we watch are nonsensical sometimes. Yeah. So it's part of it. But it's part of it. This was a good one. This was a this recommend it. But so to end on that, what do we have for next week? Okay. So this week's movie club pick is The Witch from 2015. Mm-hmm. We, I haven't seen this movie in a, a long time, and I remember thinking it was scary. I don't know. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember that it's supposed to be scary. Yeah. So The Witch from 2015, which just reminded me that we watched that other witch movie in the forest. Oh, yeah. What was that called? The Haunting in the Forest or something? Something like Hang that. Hang on, guys. I got to look this up. Is called Horror in the Forest. If you're looking for a new sort of Blair Witchy style movie, if you're into that, we didn't even finish it because it freaked me out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't the movie club pick, but this is just this a little, is not a movie club pick. A but little additional, uh, yeah, suggestion. If you need a witch, if you want a witch forest movie, really get you in the mood for the season. Yeah. Horror, what is it called? Horror in the Forest from 2023. But this week's movie club pick is The Witch from 2015. And be sure to watch it before next week's episode. This week's scary story. This week's scary story is the true story of Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula was published in 1897 and it's largely believed that it's based on a real person. The real person is Vlad the Impaler. Born in Transylvania as the second son of the nobleman Vlad II Dracul, he took the name Dracula, meaning son of Dracul, when he was initiated into the secret order of Christian knights known as the Order of the Dragon. In Romanian, Dracul means dragon. As the ruler of Wallachia, Now part of Romania, Vlad Tepes became notorious for the brutal tactics he employed against his enemies, including torture, mutilation, and mass murder, though he didn't shy away from disembowelment, decapitation, or boiling or skinning his victims alive. His preferred method was impalement, or driving a wooden stake through their bodies and leaving them to die of exposure. During his campaign against the Ottoman invaders in 1462, Vlad reportedly had as many as 20,000 victims impaled on the banks of Duna Bay. He later died in battle in 1476. Some particularly gruesome accounts claim that Vlad liked to dine among the impaled bodies of his victims and would even dip his bread into their blood. These gory details, as well as his legally adopted name, Dracula, and his birthplace of Transylvania, have convinced many scholars that Vlad the Impaler provided partial inspiration for Bram Stoker's famous vampire. I also read somewhere that Vlad the Impaler lived with the Ottomans for when he was a kid, and that's why he hated them so much with wow. such a burning passion. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I don't know what reason you'd have to be that gruesome. <laughs> It's so unusual. It's so unusual. He was not a good person. Not a good person. While I was reading this, Nick stopped and was like, he was a bad dude. <laughs> He's a really bad guy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know all this. Yeah. I like in the movie that they bring in the dragon because that actually is part of uh, 
Vlad the Impaler's lore and also Dracula's lore, um, and that the dragon symbol is on the coffin, which we said don't don't transport anything that people say no to. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so much gore. This Vlad the Impale- Impaler. Oh my gosh, impaling twenty thousand bodies. Yeah, that's insane. That was a very light recap of his behavior too. I mean, there's like so many gross things in story like things he did and supposed things he did i guess in stories um that's that was a very delicate way of saying everything Mm. so very dark guy very dark guy (laughs) and uh there is actually a dracula's castle that exists it's bronze castle is in transylvania and when i looked this up i was like wait Dracula is a fictional character. How does he have a castle? And they advertise it as Dracula's castle, but obviously it's not really his because he's fictional. And it only has tangential like connections to Vlad the Impaler. So really, they kind of just took this castle in Transylvania that looks really... I mean, it is very, very old and looks really scary. Yeah. And made it Dracula's castle. You can look it up and you can like go visit it. And they have restaurants they recommend in the area no and way. stuff. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Bronze Castle is what it's called. That's wild. Hang on. I'll pull up a picture of it. Yeah, please do. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's Bronze Castle. And if you go to their website, I'm like going to it right now. It's like visit restaurants, events, explore. <laughs> it's like weird because it's like themed after this horribly terrible. gory, terrible fictional character and then a real life person. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. It's kind of, if you go to their website, it's kind of interesting. Braun, B R A N hyphen castle.com. Uh, but anyway, that's the history of Dracula. I'm not going to lie to you guys, we just had to pause recording because while we were recording this, Nick and I decided we were hungry and we put in a frozen pizza into the oven and <laughs> the oven just went off and started singing. <laughs> these it's are, a supreme these, pizza. Oh, you got to do it. But also these appliances these days. Oh my gosh. With the songs. Oh all my the songs. Goodness. And as soon as you think they're done, it's like the halfway point. Our dryer goes on for like It'll sing you three to sleep. minutes. It's insane. I don't even know how to turn that. There's got to be a way to turn that off. I don't know when. I was actually thinking about this the other day. When did it go from, like, I remember, you know, dryers just buzzed. Yeah. Why was that a problem? I thought that was very efficient. (laughs) I don't know. Oddly less annoying. Mm -hmm. That was still annoying. I I don't know how they developed a more annoying way (laughs) for you to know that your stuff is dry or that the (laughs) oven is preheated. But... Anyway, we're definitely having a a pizza in just a second, but (laughs) so... (laughs) Gotta eat. Gotta eat. Uh, Yeah, if if anything made you, you know, if a story makes you hungry, (laughs) it's this one. There you go. That's (laughs) right. This totally disgusting, gory story. I've just been reading these awful, vile stories all morning. Worked up an appetite. That's right. Um, So Vlad the Impaler is the inspiration for... Bram Stoker's Dracula, and they really did pull in a lot of cool, uh, you know, not facts, but references from the book in in the movie The Last Voyage of the Demeter, and references to the true Vlad the Impaler, because Very cool. it's based on Bram Stoker's Dracula, so pretty neat. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. And don't forget, Nest, ne- Nest next week's movie called Pick is The Witch from 2015 it's available on hbo max i believe hulu 
and you can always run it through Amazon Prime. Yes. And all you have to do is just watch it before next week. And watch my UFO footage video and tell me what it is. It'll be posted on the Instagram at the Cold Class Podcast. It is insane. I don't know. It's kind of like spooks me. And then why did those pictures go black? <sighs> Guys, if you have a reason for that too, message me. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Anyways. Not just me. You can message well, <laughs> the account. Message the account. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There we go. Oh, you got anything else? No, it's pizza time. All right, pizza time. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.